Are you looking to give your immune system a boost? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, liquid wild oil of oregano with rosemary extract and natural honey flavor. Future Farm's wild oil of oregano supports a variety of health benefits, including antimicrobial effects, as well as supporting the immune system. Plus, Future Farm is the first ever to formulate wild oil of oregano with rosemary. Rosemary aids circulation, helps alleviate muscle pain, improves memory, and also gives your immune system a boost. The natural honey flavor enhances the taste while still giving you all of the benefits. Future Farm sources this product from the Mediterranean and produces it in the United States. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Wild oil of oregano is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. MyFutureFarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and today with me is Layla Mutin because it's our weekly Q&A with Layla. Something I look forward to every week because uh, we get very interesting questions and it's fun to interact with my colleague, Layla. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for questions. Please send them even through the holidays because we're going to be here. We're not going anywhere. Yep. Um, who can go anywhere? <laughs> uh, so uh, we have a question about COVID. Yes, we do. Oh. This is from Rob. I've changed his name and I'll tell you why. Oh, okay. Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, as a former patient... Yeah, okay. that's why I changed his name. And thankful it's that a, I am. It's a HIPAA violation it's to a HIPAA share violation. his name. Okay. Exactly. Right. I'm curious of your view on this information. Granted, this was received as a link from a resveratrol supplier, hmm. and they claim that resveratrol stops this reaction. Right. Uh, let me get to what this is. SARS-CoV-2 spike impairs DNA damage repair and inhibits the DJ recombination in vitro. Okay. So, uh, you know, I read that article. Yeah. And it is an article that is circulating around that is being mustered to suggest that there may be some long-term deleterious <clears throat> effects of the vaccine. Uh, because what it's saying is that the RNA from SARS mm -hmm. can mess up your DNA repair long-term. Yeah. And so the implications of that are that the vaccines that are RNA-based... Yeah. Uh, could create some interference with your ultimate DNA repair. And we know the DNA repair is important for... Autophagy or autophagy. Yeah, but me. it's also for... You know, which is an element of which is cancer yeah, prevention. Cancer. Absolutely. Yeah? So yeah. DNA, you want to repair your DNA because yeah. your DNA is, is getting damaged and mutating all the time and the body has a repair mechanism. So if this were true, then we're unleashing a plague upon the population long term. Yeah. That's the worst case scenario. However, one also has to consider the possibility that people who get uh, COVID also have spike protein RNA introduced in their bodies, mm -hmm. and maybe even to a greater extent, mm -hmm. and that they too might suffer long-term consequences to their DNA repair. Yeah. So it, 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 it's an indictment of COVID rather than the vaccine itself. Besides, this is an in vitro study. Yes. So it is suggestive of consequences, but a human system is very complicated, much That's more complicated true. than a test tube. And it may be that in a body, 
In vivo. In vivo, as opposed to in vitro. These are terms used a lot in lab science. It's yeah. like you do a test tube experiment. It's called like in vitro. In vitro fertilization right. is done in the test tube. In a test tube. In yeah. vivo is the yeah. body. In the body. Okay. In the body. So in vivo, we don't know if this happens. It is a theoretical concern. But it's actually not, it doesn't specifically say people shouldn't take the vaccine because then if you were to get COVID, there's also a spike protein RNA that's introduced in your body. Mm. So I looked at it and I said, you know, that's interesting. I guess this guy who I know, uh, he is putting out information that is sort of tantalizing anti-vax uh, information. Yeah. And look, I mean, I'm open to studying the long-term consequences of all vaccines. Sure. And I, there's not enough emphasis on that. And there's also not enough evidence, e emphasis on the people who get sick from the vaccines. Yes. Uh, because we want universal vaccination. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, uh, this does not leave me convinced that mm -hmm. the vaccine has dire effects. Yeah. Yeah. Rob also says, thanks for the time as a patient. It's changed my life. Excellent. And thanks for all the great info that you and Layla provide in these crazy times. All right. Well, that's a resounding... Best of health to you, Rob. That's a resounding uh, positive uh, <laughs> that's nice to recommendation. So, uh, let's... Speak of which, let's uh, allow one of our sponsors to make this recommendation to you. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Okay, so let's take <clears throat> some more questions. Yeah, we've got from, I don't have a name here, Dr. Hoffman. Can low dose lithium, like one milligram, be beneficial for mood enhancement, general emotional well-being for those of us who have hypothyroidism and take natural thyroid replacement like nature thyroid? Or is it contraindicated? Uh, there is some bona fides to low-dose lithium, uh, I think. Uh, Wasn't there some kind of suggestion in some article that said, let's put it in the water. Right. Everybody will be happier. It is in the water. <laughs> it's in, in the water oh, in, really? in Warm Springs, Georgia, where FDR used to like to go. Yes. People would take yeah. the waters. I mean, oh. there are many spas in Europe, you know, where you drink the Vichy water. It has these remarkable properties. Right. And some of these spas have, there's a lot of lithium in the water. So it may be that you're in a beautiful spa and, you know, and you're like uh, sitting in the, you know, steam room and you're getting pampered and massaged and you feel really good. Yeah. But you're also drinking the water. Mm. It could also be that lithium at a low dose, there's some studies that suggest that low dose lithium may be helpful for mood disorders. Uh, it does affect neurotransmission. But here's the thing. Uh, when people take lithium for bipolar disorder, they get blood tests regularly to see if they have a therapeutic dose. You need a certain blood level for it to work. And especially for people with bad, you know, 
we used to call it manic depression. Now we call it my, uh, bipolar disorder. Yes. Uh, they, if their lithium level goes below a certain level, they tend to go manic. Yeah. And they need that relatively high level, which is really, you know, a hundred times higher or, uh, you know, 200 times higher than what's in the over the counter lithiums. Wow. The over the counter lithiums are trivial amounts of lithium. Now, is it contraindicated with nature thyroid or any other natural thyroid replacement? Would you say? Oh, um, well, here's dose. yes. Here's the, the thing. one milligram dose. Lithium at high doses, at the therapeutic dose for bipolar, tends to damage the thyroid. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's something to watch out for in patients who take lithium. Oh, wow. Uh, but the small amounts should not damage the thyroid. Just okay. straight out. Just should not. Okay. Wow, what an interesting question. Well, I learn it is. something new all the time, every day. Thank you for that question. We've got one from Robin in Florida, who says, Thank you for sharing your knowledge with the world. Good day, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I have recently visited the ER with severe abdominal pain and was diagnosed with diverticulitis. Mm-hmm. So I was aware that I had diverticulosis, which was seen in a colonoscopy, but I never had any pain. I'm in my mid-60s. I don't take any prescriptions. I take lots of supplements. I try to eat healthy, healthy but I am obese. Okay. Well, um, diverticulosis. What's, what's causing my flare-up? So, but I, what I learned recently is that there's three levels. There's diverticulosis, where they just look and they say, oh, you, did you know you have outpocketings in your intestine? Which, which we have to also say is very common among anyone... Older than 50. And also... To have in, some amount of And in the West, it's almost unknown in Africa in among a population that eats ah, a traditional diet. So it has to do with a low-fiber diet and constipation. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, it, it's a Western malady. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that, that's incidental. But it, it can sometimes cause these painful episodes through fever and infection and treated mm-hmm. with antibiotics. In, I did, what I learned recently is there's a, a, a subacute form of this, which is sort of low-grade... Uh, diverticulitis that does not require antibiotics, but is still bothersome. People and, feel it. Yeah. I, I, I heard a gentleman say to me, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that, the poppy seeds on that bagel. Usually on the left. Or something. Usually on the left side, like right. The descending lower. Column. Yeah, the l- right, right. So, um, so what, uh, th- a recent study shows that for that middle type, you know, maybe not for the most acute type where you really might require antibiotics or even surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, is, uh, you can take, uh, a combination of liposomal boswellin and curcumin. For, yeah. And those are two good things for intestinal inflammation in general. I use it for ulcerative colitis. Yes. And yes. that's helpful. Uh, <laughs> you know, what I would also suggest, and you can, Take it away from here. Yeah, specific carbohydrate diet. We've we've cured some people of that. Absolutely, it's mm. probably the most gratifying uh, therapeutic diet I've ever administered mm-hmm. to any of our patients. It's a no grain diet. It's a it's a no grain whatsoever diet, and no starchy things like uh, potatoes and no chickpeas and soybeans and you know any kind of sugar whatsoever. It really really helps to reverse all of it. It's remarkable. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's nothing short of remarkable what I've seen in my years of administering this plan, along with you, Dr. Hoffman, who actually. Yeah, I uh, recently had dinner with yeah. uh, someone who is a friend, and I, you know, counseled him about, you know, he'd had that kind of. He actually had surgery, and the surgery wasn't, at, you know, he wasn't even better after the surgery. So, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Have another surgery? 
for diverticulitis. And I said, well, you know, you really got to, I know he's kind of a bon vivant. He likes to party and, you know, eat at restaurants. And I said, you got to really stick to this diet. And uh, yeah. he's, he's been fine. He has he's been. been fine. He's been, I mean, even all the way down to the vodka he drinks, I believe. I know <laughs> the person you're talking about. Right, right. It's a particular brand and not any other. And that's that. Yep. So it's, yeah, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. But Robin, yeah, you need to investigate the specific carbohydrate diet. There's a book called Breaking the Vicious Cycle mm -hmm. by the late uh, Elaine Gottschall, right. who wrote the book, and it's worth your uh, picking right. up. And yeah, he, he was good it. the other night because I was at a Mexican restaurant. I ordered an enchilada, which is a flour, you know, yeah, component yeah, to yeah. it. And I said, you want that? And he goes, no. He, and he just had like grilled, you know. Uh, Some fajita mm -hmm. kind of thing without the tortilla, maybe. Exactly. And yeah, with yeah, vegetables. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. and he, he stuck to it. He knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Robin, thank you for that question. We hope you feel better soon. You know, what to do in the midst of a flare? You know, doctors may say, you know, don't eat for a day. If you're in the hospital, certainly they would not feed you for a couple of days until you feel better or administer IV antibiotics. But, okay. It's okay. a preventable disease. But once you have totally. it, it's uh, bothersome. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have actually two questions All from right, we'll Julie. See. Yeah. I've read that powdered calcium citrate is helpful for acid reflux. Your take on the effectiveness? I think it's of calcium? calcium carbonate that is helpful. Because that's the stuff you mentioned that's in Tums. Tums, yeah. Right? That's what Tums is. Okay, yeah. So that could be, but what's more better for acid reflux, in, in my estimation, is deglycerizated licorice D DGL. DGL. I got a question on that during the weekend on the weekend show. <clears throat> um, you know, how can you be sure that DGL is not going to raise my blood pressure? And the answer is. It's, it's the glycerizin that is the thing that raises the blood pressure. Yes. And it's deglycerizated. Deglycerizinated. Deglycerizinated. <laughs> I always That's get that wrong. <laughs> deglycerizinated. Say, okay. it, say it 10 times over. Real right, fast. right. So, Julie, it would be calcium carbonate, but, you know, ultimately, DGL is, is better for, for reflux. And her second question is, I wondered your thought of silicon dioxide added to supplements also. I know we've talked in the past mm -hmm. about titanium dioxide, mm -hmm. Do you know which is problematic. Silicon dioxide is the most common chemical on Earth. Really? Yeah. You know where oh. you can find a lot of silicon dioxide? At the beach. Oh. Those sand particles are silicon dioxide. Okay. Uh, good flow agent. It's a good flow agent. And maybe. so it, it's actually not harmful yeah. in the GI tract. It's not. It's actually SCD... Legal. It's legal on the specific carbohydrate it, diet. It, it tends to be, uh, you know, really fine, like a very fine powder. Mm -hmm. And it's um, just looking under the microscope and it's actually got kind of a round shape so that it doesn't irritate. Yes. It, and as opposed to titanium. Exactly, which, which is like shards. Yeah, it looks like glass shards, mm -hmm. titanium dioxide, which yeah, is an That's irritant. the stuff in the toothpaste that whitens our teeth. Right, it's it's an abrasive. Scrubs them. It's, it's abrasive. An abrasive. Yeah, you don't want an, right. an abrasive in your gut. Right. Silicon dioxide is not an abrasive. Right, it's SCD legal. It's it's fine. You will find it on a lot of supplements. It's okay, Julie. It's the titanium dioxide that's uh, that's problematic, especially for people with inflammatory bowel disease. Okay. So. Okay. We have time for one more question. Oh, could you talk about restless leg syndrome? Okay. 
Restless it, leg it syndrome. Ex- it exists. RLS. Yeah, RLS uh, is um, it's a it's a bothersome syndrome, mm-hmm. which um, can respond to a variety of nutritional interventions. Uh, iron. Iron deficiency is a prime cause of it. Yes. So we check the iron of people with RLS. Doesn't always work to give yeah. them to restore their iron. Uh, we think it to some extent a brain problem. And therefore, in extreme cases of RLS, uh, Parkinson's type medications are given. It's not Parkinson's disease, but it, it does respond to dopaminergic treatment. Oh. So for that, we have this thing called Macuna extract, which is, I got a sample of it here. Uh, Macuna extract from Protocol for Life Balance, PFLB, which is available on Fullscript. A lot of the things we talk about are available on Fullscript. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, 400 milligrams of Macuna extract and 50% is natural L-DOPA. So that might oh, wow. be something to consider uh, if you want a more natural approach than taking Parkinson's medication. Besides iron, what about folate status, magnesium status? In, in pregnancy, uh, restless legs of pregnancy, B vitamins may be helpful, mm. according to some studies. Mm-hmm. And certainly magnesium helps to reduce muscle spasm. This isn't per yeah. se muscle spasm. It's not. It's that urge to... Stretch and you know, I, I had restless leg syndrome once, but at the time I, I was too. I was drinking a lot of coffee, oh. and what was happening is that it was You're hard depleting to depleting your electrolytes. Maybe that, but also is maybe what the nerve effects of the caffeine were having, oh, and yeah. you know, I would find myself. Uh, uh, I noticed that you know when I didn't have enough coffee, I would start going through that. It was a form of caffeine withdrawal, mm. and then I would take more caffeine, and it would go away. Now, since I'm on minimal caffeine now. I have not had that. There you go. I had a bout of it, I think, in my 30s, but it kind of went away. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't hang around long. Yeah, it was, I was uh, I was been. also younger. I think it was in my yeah. 40s, you know, yeah. 50s maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Interesting question. Some things get better yeah. you know, with age. That's good. Nancy, thank you for that question. Okay. And we remind all of you to email your questions to radio program at AOL.com. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Any uh, inspiration for people who are uh, fighting the battle of uh, the bulge during the holidays? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, New Year. That's when everybody goes on their diet, and they rejoin the gym, and, you know, everybody's got their resolutions. And all the diet books come out. Exactly. This there, is- there'll be probably 35 diet books that will be released in right. the month of January alone. Exactly. You write a book and you say, well, I'm ready to publish Don't publish it during Christmas. Forget yeah. about it. Publish it when people are contrite. Yes. You know, and right. that's a lot of my books came out in January. Mm. Uh, that's the time to strike while the iron's hot, while people have uh, a resolve to turn things around. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll help you through the holidays and after the holidays, we'll be there for you. Radio program at AOL.com. If you got a dilemma, comment, question, feel free to email us. Uh, we read most of them. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Thanks, Layla, for being with us. Thank you. This is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212 
779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.